Hello and welcome to the Gashkia Family Summit Win Podcast for August 2013. I'm your host, Benjamin Pagalara. Um, this month we'll be discussing several new uh, events coming up on the horizon, as well as some updates to Guild Wars 2, and some. we're going to open up the floor for a little bit of discussion about ESO. I want to thank you all for coming out, and uh, I really look forward to this episode. So first up, we have some Goshkia news. We have a party planned for September 1st at 8 p.m. in Seattle, Washington at Fado's Irish Pub. Um, this is our 12th birthday and also um, celebrating the, the PAX Prime coming to town. Um, we have members from far and wide joining us there. So if you're interested, between 8 and midnight, we will be at Fado's Irish Pub. It's very good dining. Wonderful food, um, excellent prices, and very accessible from just about anywhere. Um, just look for the Goshka banner and we'll be out there. Um, we are continuing this month with our um, Double Up Charity event. Uh, we're still sending stuffed animals to the Project Night Night and Kennel Lighters for Children with Cancer this month. We did uh, buy out all the stuffed animals that Coles had to offer from the previous um, campaign halfway through last month. And they got new inventory, so we have brand new stuffed animals up there. Um, going to try to push out the the next 250 stuffed animals and see how close we can get. Um, next month we will kick off our campaign for the Extra Life 2013 event, which takes place in November. I believe November 2nd is the date. Um, the Gashkia will be hosting a 24-hour gaming marathon with uh, events scheduled throughout the day. It should be quite a blast. It'll be in Guild Wars 2, and we will be sure to send out a calendar and schedule early. So uh, stay tuned to the to the news sites and uh, to the Gashke site, and you will be able to find out what's going on when. So this month, I did do quite a bit of maintenance to our website and changed a bunch of things that freaked a lot of people out. Um, I created a My Discussions section and put tabs on our homepage for the various discussions that we have. Um, they're now broken off into your personal discussions, the Gashki and Tuapa discussions, and the Sager discussions. Um, by visiting the Interact section of our site or the tavern, you will be able to select which forums you want to appear in My Discussions. And that way, you can custom tailor your experience to around what you want to listen to. Um, I also added a still playing button to the Sager, so if after 45 days you have not um, clicked the button, it will automatically remove you. Um, at about 30 days, it'll pop up asking you if you're still playing the game. Um, that's just so that we can tell who's actively playing what Sager and which ones we still need to list on our homepage. Um, in addition, I began work on the mobile site. This will be an HTML site, HTML5 more specifically, that is accessible from all sites. All types of phones, um, any web browser will be able to use it. And I'm going to first build it out as a website, and then later I might connect it to a mobile device, but or a mobile application through the I, iPhone app store or the uh, the Google Marketplace or Google Store. I forget what they call it. But yeah, so it's it's in in the works. I'm hoping to have it sometime this year. I don't know when. Um, going to start kicking it out as best as I can in September. So on to some Guild Wars 2 news. As we've seen, um, Guild Wars 2 has taken a very aggressive two-patch-per-month uh, schedule, and they're kicking out a whole lot of content really fast. So each one of my CNR notes, I've been 
covering two different patches at the same time, which is becoming quite a little task. Um, I do have some good news for those still playing Guild Wars 2. We have managed to merge everybody into one room using Gushkin Roll as a base room for everyone now. So it's on a seven-day website EFP timer, which means that if you don't log into our website within seven days, you'll automatically get removed from the roster. However, as soon as you log back in, it automatically queues you for a re-invite. Um, this allows us to stay just under that 500-person limit, and we custom tailor it so that if we can go nine days and have 490 people in, in the roster, we'll go nine days. If we have to take it down to seven, we'll take it down to seven. Or we're trying to extend it out as long as we can so that that AFK timer eventually will be 45 days. Um, but Goshkia and Goshkia and Morgan still are the 45-day AFK timer. So if you find yourself without Raw, just hang out in um, Morgan or Goshkia while you're waiting for your invite. And as soon as your invite arrives, just accept it and represent. Um, at all times, you want to be in Goshkia and Raw. It's, it's a gi giant hopping party now. We've had 120 people on a night. Um, all chatting away, forming up groups, having a good old time. So be sure to, to represent Gushkin and Raw whenever you're in-game. Um, we did separate out the vaults, so the Gushkin and Gushkin and Morgan vaults are all for gear, so you'll see potions in the first slot, and then weapons in the second slot, armor in the third slot um, of the vaults in Gushkin and Raw. We have the first slot dedicated to siege weapons, and I really want to say thanks to all of the people that are contributing siege. Um, our commanders have a huge arsenal at their disposal. It's been really great. Um, we've gotten literally hundreds of siege weapons uh, thrown into that vault, and uh, it's really keeping our, our sieges a lot of fun. So thank you all to those who have contributed. Um, additionally, on that page, you will also find crafting materials that people just don't want to keep in their bank anymore. They're overflowing past the 250 mark, and they don't want to eat up their personal bank slots, so they're just throwing them in there. Um, there's no credit awarded for those, so you won't get any points for throwing them in there, but it at least helps your family out. And then lastly, the final tab on the, the raw vault is all the sigils and runes and merits, all those type of things going to the bottom. Gosh, getting raw, uh, page one is all siege. And we have uh, the, the purple kind. It's very nice. And if uh, anyone is willing to convert some of the regular siege into um, the superior siege, just let me know and I can grab a stack and have you convert them for me. Um, that's what I was, that's that. why I was asking, Fog. I didn't hear which guild had them, but I, I could do that if you like. I mean, I like yeah. super siege. I like it. It's nice. It would really help. I want to turn them all purple if I can. The more uh, superior we have, the better. It's just it's just so much better. Not to mention the other servers aren't using uh, regular siege anymore either, so we have to keep up. Definitely. Um, next up, I wanted to let you guys know that we have successfully formed up Sork, which is a Sanctum of Raw community events guild on Sanctum of Raw. Um, we took our old Gashkia room and begged and pleaded and, and asked very nicely if ArenaNet could change the name to Sork so that people could join that room without having to feel like they have to join Gashkia to be able to come to our events. And we have been doing guild missions in that room so that everyone on the server can join us for them. And it's been going very, very well. We actually had to break off two squads the other day to uh, house everybody. 
So uh, we've been getting 60, 70 people showing up to these things. It's been a blast. We've completed some of the, the challenges that seemed impossible before. Um, it's a lot of fun, and, and remarkably, everyone's very good at listening. Um, it, it's very nice, and everyone's been having a great time. So um, if you see sore running around, it's most likely during an event. We invite people at the beginning and remove everyone afterwards. So it's, it's just a temporary room so that we can allow everyone on the server to, to do those guild missions with us. So that brings us to the next um, item for discussion, the Great Tyrion Adventure Season 2. It will begin on September 3rd, and I'm pleased to announce that we will be doing a new structure to it. We'll be giving away prizes like we always have, um, but these will be broken into five-week chapters. Um, I'm not going to give an endpoint. I'm mainly going to run this as long as people are interested and as long as people continuously come back and there's nothing better for us to do. So um, the neat thing is by doing these, we will be running the guild missions on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Um, and I'm going to be throwing a little bit of story background into these guild missions so that it's more than just running through the missions over and over and over again. Uh, the nice thing is, is if this is your first time doing the guild missions, you'll earn two gold, uh, 50 silver for each mission, six accommodations, and a minimum of six rare items just by completing the, the weekly run. Um, so this should be a lot of fun, and I think that people will get a lot of, lot of laughs and a lot of good times out of it. Um, we will be doing the, the prize giveaways after we complete the rush. Um, we'll be forming up at um, Shane War Waypoint, both at the beginning and at the end of the event. Um, the wrap will be happening at the Shane War Waypoint as well. Um, so I would like to open up the floor and uh, see if anyone has any ideas on, you know, the, the new season of Great Terran Adventure. If you're looking forward to something, um, if you'd like to see something, um, go ahead and speak up. I'm raising my hand right now. Go for it. I would love to see you go around and go to some of the areas, um, like Temple of Ages, Evenhawk. Give a little lore for some of the people who don't know the Guild Wars 1 lore. It has some incredible lore uh, that is associated with this place, like Gwen's, uh, Gwen's uh, Tombstone. And, and just throw a little lore in it on your Tyrion adventure if you could. I'd, I'd like to see it. It's a blast anyway, but I think it would be very refreshing for people that haven't heard the lore of Guild Wars. Uh, there's a lot of lore in Tyria. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, definitely something that I wanted to start tying into the second season is, is a little bit of the story with it. Um, it's going to be all based around the guild mission, so unless the guild mission takes us that way, it would be really hard to work it in. But They're, they're close. They're really close to where some of them are. For all the challenges and the puzzles and the bounties, I've been trying to write little stories for them around the lore, around each of those people. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Look forward to it. So anyone else have anything else to say about the Great Turn Adventure Season 2? So how did you guys like the, the first season of Great Turn Adventure? It was awesome. Helped with map completion a lot. Uh, we had just... Go ahead, Spartan. 
No, go ahead. Go ahead. If someone uh, else is going to speak. I was going to say, we had over 500 people that participated, which is really good numbers for the first run in this. Um, I'm hoping the second run we can have about the same. Um, we gave out a whole lot of prizes for that first season, and uh, I am working with the ArenaNet to see if I can get another batch of prizes of some sort, but I haven't heard back from them yet. I loved going to those zones and seeing how they actually scaled with the amount of people and seeing how many people we had, not just from our community, uh, from communities all, all, of, all over. You know, every, every server had some people that came, and to see them going into zones that they had probably forgotten even existed, you know, once they got to 80 or uh, never knew that, you know, that event that they've been using to level for their last few levels could could be that challenging and that different based on the fact that, you know, we have the people there. The whole zone just comes alive when you get multiple people like that in there. It's, it's awesome. Very much so. Um, that was one of the, the first things that gave us the idea of doing that is just how those events scaled and and that really was kind of the focus of the first season but you know it's uh now that we have guild missions it gives a little more challenging content and it's something that not everybody would have access to so by doing this we can give everyone something i mean we, we can basically guarantee that every single person that shows up is going to walk away with some kind of loot and, and that's really something that i like a lot So next, I will uh, brief you guys on the, the past two patches that we've had. Um, we had the Bazaar of the Four Winds, which introduced the new PvP map, Skyhammer. It gave us the account achievement reward system, um, which I'm sure you all have seen and enjoyed. A brand new achievement panel, um, and it gave us the uh, World v. World build and repair mastery lines. There's a bunch of other stuff that it added, but those are pretty much the, the underlining facts. Then it jumped into the Cutthroat Politics patch, which gave us the Catapult Mastery Worldly World ability line, and pretty much revised a whole lot of classes. I mean, it, it had a lot of class changes in that one. And then just last week, um, we got Queen's Jubilee, which gave us an account wallet for our currency. It gave us the PvP solo queue, uh, bonus, dun uh, bonus rewards for dungeons, Champion loot updates, which I don't know if you've looted any champions lately, but there's some pretty cool stuff that you can get out of those. Um, mini game rotation system, I haven't checked those out yet, but you know, I hear that they're there. Improved effect levels and detail systems, I haven't really noticed much, but I haven't really been paying attention either, so. And then it gave us supply mastery, which I believe Spartan rants and raves about. So it's it must incredible. Be it's amazing. It's incredible. I love uh, it. Being a commander and, you know, one of the main things that we have to deal with is the fact that getting siege built is extremely hard when you're fighting in the shade. Um, that is not an issue anymore. You, the, for the about 20 seconds after you drop a piece of siege, it is invulnerable, allows things to get built that shouldn't have been built. You know, you get rams on doors that got so much hate you can't even stand on the ram, but you still got a piece of siege up. And that forces people to come. They have to show up. Uh, it's it's awesome. It's amazing. A good, a good it's 15 fantastic. Point. I put the 15 points in instead of uh, saving it for my next level of Ballista Mastery. And uh, just after running it last night for reset, I couldn't be happier. Um, it was definitely the right decision. Another huge one, if you've got 
if you're looking for one of those long-term goals with your worldview world ranks defense against guards i cannot express how much the 115 point trait you get with that is useful i mean it's uh, it's 250 vitality at five stacks uh, that's you know 25 to 3k health uh, on top of whatever you got already it's huge but yeah supply mastery amazing amazing Right, and we should hear about some more, uh, the next patch, probably on Tuesday. They seem to be releasing the patch notes um, of what's to come every Tuesday, and then the following Tuesday is when they release the actual patch. So uh, keep your eyes checked to the guildwars2.com website, and they will be sure to let you know. Um, next, we have our Sager News section. I will start with some of the newer developments of the stuff that's already existing. Um, for those of you that did download Neverwinter and give it a try, I did finish the Four Relics of Ire. Um, so oh. if you haven't played it, you probably want to go play it all the way through. The last part of it, you go look for yourself. If you're on the roster, you're most likely in it. Um, I basically tried to include everyone I could into the final chapter uh, in the role of a cameo somewhere in the in the chapter. So um, you'll find a lot of your names popping around. Um, in addition, the Wildstar beta, we do have a team that's working with Carbide on Wildstar. They're doing an excellent job for us. Um, not at liberty to tell you much about Wildstar, but they are in there and testing and working closely with the developers to make a better game. So if you're a Wildstar fan, you can rest assured that the Gashkia are helping make that the best possible game. And we should have a pretty big Sager going in there. Um, Hex is organizing it, and uh, there's quite a lot of them that are already signed up. I think 100 some already are signed up right now. Um, next up is Final Fantasy 14. We have a whole lot of Kashkia playing Final Fantasy 14. Um, it's just an alarming amount. I don't know how it's not a Sager, but yeah, it never went to the Sager route. They wanted to do kind of a an offshoot, so they're uh, forming up a guild on Excalibur with Echoes, and that's going to be Connor and Hex's little baby. So if you want to join them, they'll be uh, forming up on Excalibur, and you can read more on our forums. And then lastly, our potential Chapter 5 uh, branch for Elder Scrolls Online. We haven't had a whole lot of stuff uh, hit the wire lately. We have a whole uh, array of um, gaming conferences coming up. We had uh, QuakeCon, which is uh, ZeniMax's big conference that they hold every year. Um, that's kind of like the uh, SOE conference for Sony. Um, ZeniMax has one. Um, that's pretty much all their Epic Games, all, all their Bethesda stuff. All that stuff goes to that conference. So um, I know some people managed to catch some of the live streams and whatnot, and I'm going to open up the floor and let them share what they saw. So who would like to go first? Come on, Jigger. I know you wanted to say something. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was in a whisper and kind of zoning out. Elder Scrolls Online, go. Oh, um, I, I don't necessarily have anything specific to say. I was just kind of, you know, been keeping tabs on it. I mean, it's a big interest to me. Um, there was somebody, I think, that had spoken to the recent video that had come out, but it wasn't me. Okay. Um, did anyone check out that video? I did. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, I did. 
Um, it, it was the live stream from QuakeCon, and it had a. Uh, if you if you want, I can link it up there. It's on Bethesda's uh, Twitch site. It comes with a uh, mature warning, so that you have to click through um, content-wise. I I assume that. I don't know why that's up there, but anyway, um, it has a lot of gameplay. The gameplay looks awesome. The backgrounds look awesome. There are a few things that people have um, issues with, but one thing I noticed that was that was very interesting and could be a uh, it, it could be interesting. It'd be interesting for us. It could be game breaking. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure how it is, but anyway, uh, during an interview, one of the um, game designers said that they are going to do a guild store. I'm not sure that's if that's in, if that's with a trading post or guild uh, auction house or whatever. But there is going to be a guild store that you can put things up for that only people in your guild can access. Um, this is they said to break down on the uh, everybody just throwing stuff into the guild banks and whatnot. Um, I don't know how that's going to, but I thought it was an interesting tidbit for at least for our guild yeah Warhammer Online actually had pretty much the same feature um, where you can list something on their version of the AH um, that would be alliance only and only the people in your alliance would be able to buy it um, and we made pretty good use of that I, I used to list a ton of stuff up there at like dirt cheap prices um, just pretty much to, to list it and uh, it was really cool, and I think that's one of the, the things that is going to make Elder Scrolls really cool. Um, I can't really go into details about much, but I can tell you that we are um, working with the ZeniMax online team and uh, going to make sure it's the best possible game out there. So, um, Does anyone else have anything to share on what they've seen, what they've heard? Uh, I guess I have a question. As far as becoming a, a chapter, is it as long as we get the interest from the family, is it on track um, with the requirements? It's really too early to tell. Um, really, we won't know until it hits about the open beta period, or uh, probably about maybe four or five months out from launch. Right now, we're still looking at nine months or more. Um, before launch, and it, it's really hard to to make assumptions and, and base everything off that. I mean, Rift had everything that we wanted. It had Siege Warfare. It had all that stuff, but they edited all that stuff out right before launch, and it pretty much killed the entire Warhammer group of our of our family. Um, so we're trying to avoid that and be a little more cautious going into it and looking at what they say that they're going to do, what they've done, and then where the beta actually goes. Because when you're doing tests. Um, a lot of people make the mistakes of they log in the game, they go to test this game, and there's something in the game that they don't like. So they just log out and never try it again and rule it out as, oh, that game sucks. Well, the thing about testing is that when, when you're testing a product, you're turning on, you're turning off different systems so that you can figure out where a bug is in, in which system, or you're trying to focus your testers to test a certain thing. And a lot of times that those people will rule something out is because entire systems in the game have been turned off to basically force people to test a certain aspect of that game. And they end up ruling out a game because of something that, you know, is actually in the game. But they just had it disabled so that you weren't breaking that when you're supposed to be breaking the other thing that they asked you to break. Um, 
So it, it's really a, we can't tell until it gets a little closer to launch. We need to start seeing how it shapes up and how it becomes finished product. Um, at, at that point, you know, it'd be a lot more comfortable in saying that it, it could actually become a branch. We do have the interest level already. Um, that's well over what we need to, to go in. Um, it's just going to be a matter of if they have the systems that they said they're going to have and if those systems hold up against our bar. But as of right now, it's pretty much um, Elder Scrolls or, you know, we wait another couple of years for something else to come down the road. Um, that's about the only options we have right now. So, uh, I have another quick question about them porting it or releasing it on three major uh, systems and having separate um, separate games essentially worlds for each of those systems are we going to be present on all of them or how's that work no we will only be on the pc version pc mac and i do see everquest next getting tossed around um the thing about everquest next is they haven't announced any world v world or pvp at all um, for a game to be considered a chapter, it has to have both Siege and Dungeon play. So it needs to have Raiding, it needs to have Siege. We made the mistake of going without Siege in Rift, and we made the mistake of going without Raiding in Guild Wars. So what we're looking for is something that can give us a Siege and the Raiding. Um, if it doesn't have both, we're not going. So EQ Next, if they announce that they have Siege coming in and we have a chance to get in touch with their developers and build a relationship with their development team and it does have everything we need, then it could pop up on the potential board. But until then, right now, um, Elder Scrolls Online is the only contender that we see in the, the foreseeable future. Does anyone else have anything to add? Um. Man, don't you hate that? I had something smart to say, too. Uh. Yeah, that always happens to me. Man, I really have to. And then all of a sudden, boom, there it goes. You know, I'm, I'm actually signed up for the, the test for EverQuest next. I'm going to try to get in touch with their developers uh, and see if we can get in at an entry-level position um, to, to try to, you know, get some of us in there to test it, get some of us in there to help shape it. Um, I like any game that allows me to build worlds, and with the landmark, it, it definitely allows you to build those worlds, which... You know, excites me, but you know, I don't want to try to roll us over there, spend all that time and effort, you know, building us out to have another game that ends up like Neverwinter, where it's there for a month and then goes away. Um, we need longevity. We need five years out of a game, and if it's not going to give us five years, it's it's really not something I'm considering jumping into. Neverwinter is very vacant. 
Um, its numbers are continuously sinking. Um, I've logged in about six times in the last week and never found a single person online. So. <laughs> Sadly, them making the crafting doable off the site has has ruined me. I want to play it so bad, but all yeah, I like I, is the crafting system. <laughs> I think a lot of people do all their crafting from the website, and they don't even bother to log in. Plug in to sell it because I'm still, you know, potentially, you know, if I do make it to max, I, I will want to be geared. But the the amount it takes to get geared is it's taking me a very, very long time to attain, and I'm not spending money. Just, I'm just not. Uh, it's not gonna well, happen. Be sure to log in and play that foundry because uh, you're in it, Spartan. I, I definitely, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to check the foundry if I find known it was and, up. I think probably over the next month I'm going to grab Jessica and maybe some others and try to do a live stream run through the whole campaign so you all can watch it if you wanted to. Um, it's a great story. It's a great story. Maybe I'll even try to talk somebody into acting out the other parts. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. The, the final uh, part is actually a siege. So you have to time your troops right, make sure that they're moving at the right time. Uh, otherwise, you get hosed. There you go. So it, it's a lot of fun. So anyone that has any strategy I, concepts in their head, this this last part is probably the one that you want to play. And I have soloed it several times, so it is possible. Alright, just as the last reminder, we are going to PAX Prime in Seattle. Um, that is September 1st, is our party, I believe. And for those going to the party, um, just be on the, the alert that uh, we should have a couple game developers drop in and say hi, so you might recognize some of them. Should be a wicked good time. Some of our old uh, Warhammer developers are going to make cameos. As well as some of the new Guild Wars 2 developers. So, should be a good time. And then the day before on Friday, um, August 31st, I believe, um, ArenaNet is going to be holding a international SPVP tournament and networking event. I should have more details on that throughout the month. And I'll be sure to spread it all around and let you guys know what's going on and when. It's a regional, so that means that there's going to be uh, uh, eventually more that spawn off of that. So yeah, look forward to it. If you're if yeah. you're an SPVP, uh, contact your local grocery stores, find you a sponsor. Just saying, if you're looking to go professional, <laughs> that's how you do it. That's where you start. Alright guys, I want to thank you all for coming out, and thank you for tuning in to the Gashkia Family Bubcast. Um, we'll be back next month. I think next month we will hold it on the 7th, so September 7th is when we'll do it. And I should have a full patch recap and uh, hopefully some new information about things that are going on. So I look forward to talking to you all then. Thank you very much.